KINY, where you don't miss a thing. It is time once again for Capital Chat, and I get my first chat with NAMI of 2023. I got Aaron Serma across from me. He's the director of NAMI and director of the Jewish, our Juno Suicide Prevention Program. Aaron, wearing many hats. Glad to have you in here. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it, Dano. Well, let's talk about what NAMI is real quick so we can just remind everybody about this amazing program that you're a part of. Yeah, so what we do is promote mental health in whatever way we can promote it. So telling people about resources, uh, different peer support services, support groups, uh, peer support specialist training, which is a specific state credential for people to uh, work in mental health settings, um, all kinds of stuff to just make people more comfortable addressing their own mental health and supporting someone else's mental health. And mental health has become so important, especially in like the last three years when the pandemic started and stuff. But we're here to talk about a different type of mental health today. And it's one that doesn't get talked about too much. And that is ADHD. And I think a lot of people don't even kind of associate that with a mental health problem sometimes, Aaron. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the symptoms of ADHD can be difficult on their own. And I also think there's a lot of emotion attached to it. So if you're If you're uh, having a tough time getting done with something, like it's bad enough that you can't get the thing done, but then to also feel frustrated, like, oh, I'm not good enough or I'm not smart enough to do this thing or I'm just an incapable person, like it can exacerbate a lot of difficult emotions. So it's not just the ADHD itself, but the emotions that are attached to some of the difficulties that result from it. Well, and I don't think a lot of people realize, too, there's a lot of different symptoms to ADHD, and they kind of range on all different scopes, too, depending on, you know, I guess how bad they have it or whatnot. So it's something to kind of bring to the forefront for people. Yeah, absolutely. And these are a lot of symptoms that like are indicators of ADHD, but even if, you know, the diagnosis aside, like these are unpleasant symptoms, regardless of whether you do have ADHD or not, these are just behaviors that exist for you or thoughts that exist for you, then uh, it's helpful to know that there are some solutions for them. Some of them are like fidgeting, talking incessantly, impatience, distractibility, trouble organizing thoughts. Like that one for me is a big one. Um, I might know how to go play softball, right? I drive to the field, I show up, I see my team, I play the game. But let's say there's a new rule that everyone needs to bring their own bat. I might be really stymied by that. Like how do I buy a bat? How do I make that decision? I have no idea. And you might just get stuck. Um, so like that uh, trouble organizing thoughts and like just – all right, there's a new situation and I need to like revamp my process for this. this is a tough one. You can get stuck for a long time in that. Um, inability to pay attention to details, difficult to process info quickly, need like deadlines and consequences to get things done, and low working memory. So I might walk into the store, wind to buy two items, and it's really hard to just keep those two items in my head unless I keep repeating it over and over, you know, onions and chicken, onions and chicken, onions and chicken. And so like just having some tools to help you with your working memory because it's hard to keep thoughts present in your brain. Oh, no, I agree. I'm a fidgeter myself. Even like right now as we're talking and I'm on air, I'll tell some people right now, like I'm a fidget guy. I'm fidgeting with a pen right now. I was obsessed with fidget spinners for a little while. I like the thing that kind of goes on your thumb too. I forget what they're called, like the the, the finger thing. Yeah, it's like a slinky thing. Like, yeah, they look like around. slinkies yeah, that yeah. go on your ring. My wife really likes those too. But yeah, I definitely need like something in my hands. Like I need to, and I talk with my hands a lot too. Yeah. So I guess that goes with all different types of symptoms of ADHD. Yeah, absolutely. And for all these symptoms I described, there are things that you can do to help manage those symptoms in a way that feels okay or helpful or productive. So fidgeting, exactly. Like some kind of fidget item, something in your hand. I love to break pens. Like <laughs> a very nice way to fidget is to break a pen. There's also a lot of different new fidget items. The Imagination Station has a ton of them. Little 
popper bubbles and things like that. Well, this is just one of the many ways we can help ourselves. So I guess, how can we help ourselves when we do have these symptoms of ADHD along with fidgeting and other things? Yeah, and I think uh, one that's really helpful for me is, like I said, like getting stymied on a task, feeling like, oh, I don't know what to do here, getting stuck, and then just remaining stuck for a long time. What was really helpful for me is to think about breaking it down into component parts until I understand how to do each component part. So in my mediocre example of, all right, now i got to buy a bat, how do I buy a bat? It would be like, ask friends what what a good place to buy a bat is. And they list out the specific friends and how I would call them or what I text them. Do I have their phone number in my phone? Um, do I have enough money to buy a bat? What's my budget look like? Um, how long does it take for the bat to show up? When does this rule go into place? Uh, breaking something that feels complicated and daunting into small component pieces where you understand every part of that, every component of it, every little step along the way, how long those steps are going to take, and what resources you need. Do you need your phone to text people? Do you need the internet to look things up? Um, do you need physical space to lay items out if there's some kind of situation where you need to lay items out in a, in a room? Just what resources do you need? Well, and I guess that brings up the question, I guess, what local resources are available to us? Because with that being said, sometimes it can be really hard to do, especially when you get lost in your thoughts sometimes. Yeah, so uh, we have resources. Um, we have support groups. Our connection support group meets every Wednesday in person at our office, 530 to 7. And this is one of the things we talk about, coping strategies to deal with the things that make life difficult. Um, uh, doctors for medications. So medications that are shown to be helpful. Um so talking to your doctor, talking to a psychiatrist, or getting a referral from a therapist. Therapists, also a good resource to talk about this in more detail. We have a list of therapists on our website, junomentalhealth.org. Um, there's a couple different – there's a, one website I really like called Ask Jan, and it's a website about workplace accommodations for different mental health conditions. And so they've got a whole roster of these are how to improve your, your workplace to accommodate ADHD and then there's a podcast called Huberman Lab, and I've learned a ton from that one. You did a two-and-a-half-hour podcast about ADHD, which is kind of funny to think about a bunch of people who are distractible listening to a podcast for two-and-a-half hours, slogging it out, uh, but it's excellent. So I really recommend looking that up, and I'm going to list all these resources in our next NAMI Juno newsletter, so folks don't need to write that down right now. You can go to our website. Uh, we have two websites. I mentioned junomentalhealth.org. We also have namijuno.org. Sign up for our website. We're going to send it out next week with a bunch of different resources. And that's on the newsletter, right? They just go on there and sign up? Yep. And they'll get that through an email. Okay, so a lot of local resources that are well aware of what's going on with ADHD. And one thing you brought up was the medication part. And I think the most important thing to mention was this is probably talk to a medical provider when it comes to getting medication for ADHD, correct? Yeah, absolutely. You know, it needs to be prescribed. So um, talking to a doctor. And there are different types, different classes, different categories. So like maybe you don't want one that's an upper, but there are some that are different. Um, and so it's worth, yeah, it's, it, you know, it's part of the milieu of things that can be helpful along with different little behavioral tools and tricks, like breaking complex things down into component parts, like having fidget spinners. Um, another thing that I do is just, I put a sticky note in front of me of the thing that I'm doing. Cause I get distracted. I forget what I'm working on. I lie to myself and think that I accomplished it when I really, I didn't. So having that sticky note in front of me is you know, just another example of those tools that you have at your disposal to uh, help manage the symptoms of ADHD. It's funny you say that because I write notes to myself all the time and I talk to myself in the notes. 
I don't know if you do that too, but I totally, I have notes in front of me right here, even for this interview. You, you just see what it looks like when people come into the studio sometimes. I have notes displayed all in front of me so I can just keep my brain and thoughts straight in the morning when I do this show. I don't know, you know, symptoms right there, I guess. Absolutely. And I, I do the little greeting to myself too. I'll write, hey, buddy, at the start of a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> but that just shows you right here. There's many different tools you can put into your toolbox to help alleviate some of the stress of ADHD. And that's why Aaron's in here today to talk about that director of NAMI and director of the Juno Suicide Prevention Program, because all of this works hand in hand with mental health. It really does. Yeah, absolutely. Um, again, like I said at the very beginning, like ADHD, it's tough enough, just the stuff, like wanting to fidget, then having a resolution for that. Um, helping you to break down difficult tasks so that they feel manageable. Like just that stuff on its own is helpful, but it also ties into your bigger mental health and well-being. You know, you stop doing things that you need to do and you get frustrated with yourself and it can lead you down a really unpleasant rabbit hole. And so managing the things that make life difficult is helpful for your overall mental health. I want to talk about the support groups one more time because I feel like this is really big for this because, you know, when you have these type of stuff, it's good to be around people that experience this because sometimes it's hard to admit that you have some of these symptoms, especially when it comes to ADHD, because this isn't in the forefront of mental health like other ones are. Yeah. So I think it's a big deal to check this out with the local resources that NAMI has and the support groups too, Aaron. So why don't you remind us about that one more time? Yeah, so I personally gain a lot from attending our support group. It's free, walk-in, no commitment. I don't go every week. I go every two, every three weeks, something like that. And we meet at our office, which is over at the Mendenhall Mall Annex, so by the State Farm over there. And for an hour and a half, it's you know group of, let's say, four to eight people normally chatting about what's going on in their lives, what's helpful, what isn't. Um, any topic is fair game. It's, uh, I think, a pretty charming and welcoming group. And if people want the full schedule on what NAMI's doing, where can they go? Uh, we have a calendar on our homepage at namijuno.org. So list off all of our support groups and location and all that stuff. We also have online ones that we do twice a month. And we also have family support groups. So people are supporting a loved one's mental health, uh, which also meet... Uh, twice a month in person, four times online. Take advantage of these local resources. Aaron and his crew definitely want to help you any way they can. And again, just go to namijuno.org. That's N-A-M-I-Juno.org. I want to thank Aaron Surma for coming in here, director of NAMI and director of the Juno Suicide Prevention Program. Aaron, I know this will be one of many conversations we have in 2023, and I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. Thanks for the time, Dano. Remember, you can always download past episodes of Capital Chat over at KINYradio.com.